So, Arisha, I think we can both agree that you're a pretty private person, right? Yeah, I feel like I'm half private, half not private. Mm -hmm. Classic Libra. You love having secrets. (laughs) So don't even make the world go round. Okay. (laughs) Well, listen, it's obviously understandable to want to keep some parts of your life to yourself, but you know, we've talked about this many times. When you're a celebrity, that's really hard to do. And when you're as big a star as Harry Styles, that's damn near impossible. Yeah, I mean, I have you for a best friend and I can attest it's hard to keep things private. (laughs) So I can only imagine what it's like (laughs) on the level of Harry Styles. Um, And in a new cover story and interview he did with Rolling Stone, Harry talks about it and opens up about how he closes himself off from the public. Yeah, and the interview doesn't stop there. Harry has some choice things to say about social media, and he responds to critics who say he's intentionally misleading a big chunk of his audience for the sake of his career. Yeah, about the social media choice words, like, get in line, Harry. We all have them. (laughs) Seriously. From (laughs) Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. It's Tuesday, August 23rd. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so... Oh, yeah, (laughs) definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help on the phone, or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give me that, give me that hot gas. Can we just start every Rich and Daily episode with a Harry Styles song? I think we have to apologize because that song's going to be in everyone's head. I it's know. in mine. I can't get it out. <laughs> I know. I love that song, though. And it's obviously it's a good vibe. his hit as it was. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of fitting because it's definitely not the same as it was for Harry before he became <laughs> truly a global superstar. Like, mm-hmm. so many people on Instagram that I follow are like, Harry Styles, Harry Styles, Harry Styles. Like, he yes. is just everywhere. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. love him. And yeah. he's obviously a household name. 
And he opened up about all of this in a new interview with Rolling Stone that was released yesterday. And he talks about how difficult it is to be accessible to fans, but also keep parts of himself private. Yeah. So in the interview, he says that he's worried that he'll seem like a hypocrite for being so closed off, Mm -hmm. saying, I'd like to think I'm open and probably quite stubborn, too, and willing to be vulnerable. I can be selfish sometimes, but I'd like to think that I'm a caring person. Which I just feel like, yeah, I get all of these emotions and these feelings about yourself. Like, (laughs) that seems kind of universal. Yeah, I think so. But Harry says that he's never talked about his private life publicly, but says he knows that no matter what he shares or keeps to himself, there's always going to be a version of a narrative, which is very true. Yes. Um, And he says he's not going to spend the time trying to correct it or redirect it in some way, which is really good use of his time because (laughs) once people have a thought or an idea on social media, Mm -hmm. it runs away and that's all you can do about it. Like, that's it. You're not going to change it. No. Um, And Harry says that as much as he tries to keep a hard line between his private and public life, other people blur the lines for you. Yeah. And, you know, one reason that Harry says he wants to keep his private life out of the public eye is that it affects his romantic partners. Mm -hmm. Um, He says dating him can be rough because it kind of leads to an avalanche of online hate from Twitter, which is so true. Mm -hmm. Um, And Harry calls this a shitstorm of people trying to be awful to people, which is the tagline. I was going to say, I was literally going to say that's Twitter's tagline. I don't know if people knew that. It was in the PowerPoint presentation (laughs) that they showed Elon Musk. And he's like, say no more. I'm in. I'm in. Here's $44 billion. (laughs) So in the interview, Harry talks about how he has to warn potential suitors about what it's like to be with him, saying, can you imagine going on a second date with someone and being like, okay, here's this corner of the thing, and they're going to say this, and it's going to be really crazy, and they're going to be really mean, and it's not real. But anyway, what do you want to eat? I'd be like... Okay, does this restaurant have lava cake or? <laughs> Let's get to the serious stuff. It's one of those things where it's like everyone has, you know, something that they're hesitant to share with a potential partner. And it's like, yeah, yeah stars are just like us. They're uh-huh. like, Twitter is going to absolutely ravage you. And <laughs> other people, it's like, well, I'm in debt. So we all yeah. know the struggle. But do you want bread or no? <laughs> Yes, always yes. (laughs) But Harry's aware that it's a small base of the Twitterverse, but still a pain nonetheless. And Mm -hmm. here's the thing, like, sure, it's a small base, but if you're human, 99 people could say positive things about you and one person says something negative and you're like, well, everyone hates me. There's no other way to interpret it. Which is, we've talked about so much. Like, once our podcast got (laughs) even remotely popular, we're like, oh my God, this is terrifying. (laughs) It's like, I can't do this. Um... (laughs) But Harry said, it's obviously a difficult feeling to feel like being close to me means you're at the ransom of a corner of Twitter or something. (laughs) I just wanted to sing. I didn't want to get into it if I was going to hurt people like that. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. It's tough because, like, that is what—he's a singer. Like, he loves to sing. That's what he does. And, like, it just comes with this whole other thing that you pretty much just have to deal with. That is the society, you know? I mean, imagine, like— what if this was the reality for, like, an accountant? Like, I just want to crunch numbers, but <laughs> my relationship Everyone, is too popular. Yeah. Everyone wants to know who I'm dating. <laughs> um, so in the Rolling Stone interview, Harry also addressed another controversy he's currently involved in. Mm-hmm. Some people have accused 
Harry of queer baiting. Um, so for those who don't know, queer baiting is basically when a public person implies non-heterosexual relationships or attraction as a way to kind of attract an mm-hmm. audience from mm-hmm. the LGBTQIA community, but then they don't mm-hmm. openly engage in that activity or they're not like openly out. Mm-hmm. So obviously, Harry has become known for his gender fluidity and fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, you know, he's always rocking a skirt, some pearls, like he's very free with his fashion. And yes, I he is. don't think anyone can blame him for that. Um, And, you know, he's also been seen waving gay pride flags at his concerts, but he hasn't publicly labeled himself as part of the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah. And so because of that, some critics are saying that Harry's profiting off queer aesthetics without explicitly aligning himself with that community. To that, I say, has anyone seen a corporation during the month of June? Like, (laughs) come on. point. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, he could just be an ally and... I don't yeah. know that there's anything wrong with that, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, but it's, also... I mean, it's hard because we're not, obviously... We're not in the queer community, so we can't speak to, like, his effect on the queer yeah. community and how it how they feel about it. But sure. yeah. there are a lot of people who, you know, defend Harry and think that it's unfair to force anyone to label themselves in order to validate their own gender or creative expression. Yeah. And Harry talked about this in the interview, and he said, sometimes people say, you've only publicly been with women, and I don't think I've publicly been with anyone. Hmm. If someone takes a picture of you with someone, it doesn't mean you're choosing to have a public relationship or something. I mean, this is a weird way to say that. It is a very weird way, (laughs) because it almost feels like he's proving their point by being like, well, you don't know. You haven't seen pictures, so I could actually. And the interviewer did point this out. Like, he's obviously been very publicly with Olivia Olivia Stiles. Oh, my God. He's (gasps) jumping the gun there. (laughs) Uh, With Olivia Wilde. Like, I mean, they haven't been like, hey, we're lovers. Right, right. They're pretty publicly affectionate, like holding hands. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I feel like, yeah, he's, I feel like he's, he's mincing his words here. And it's like, well, sure, you haven't publicly talked about your relationship, but as long as people have eyes and ears, you're public about it. You're in the public. So, like, it kind of, it's a catch-22 for you. Yeah, it's a really weird thing. Also, in terms of, like, him wearing skirts and pearls and things like that, like, I think that's kind of falling into the idea that certain Mm -hmm. clothing is for certain genders. And that's the patriarchy talking. So it is. I mean... Yeah. The guy wear what he wants to wear, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. But again, like, if there are members of the queer community who feel a certain way about this, who are we to say? Exactly. You yeah. shouldn't feel this way. I mean. Exactly. Um, And look, Harry may not have publicly come out or labeled his sexuality, but some people think that this line from his song Medicine was his way of addressing it. Tingle running through my bones, fingers to my toes, tingle running through my Which I can see. <laughs> I guess yeah. I understand that. I don't know. Yeah. You know, we've also talked about this. Like, so many people, I think, are more fluid with their sexuality than they even realize. Right, right. Well, I feel like it's all, it's hard because it's also no one's business. Right. So it's like, I can understand feeling like it's a bait and switch of trying to get, you know, fans or be on a certain side. But... At the end of the day, this is who he is. 
and mm-hmm. how he expresses himself, and that has to be okay. Yeah. Well, also, it's like, if he was a shitty singer, it's not like people would be like, oh, I only like him because he had a gay pride flag. It's like, you wouldn't like him regardless. Maybe you like his music. And that's his job. Like, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So even though he doesn't really want to discuss his own sexuality, he is happy to discuss the gay character that he plays in his new movie, My Policeman, which mm-hmm. is set in the 50s when it was still illegal to be in a same-sex relationship in the UK. Not that long ago. I know. Like, in our parents' lifetime. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So when speaking about this movie, Harry says it's a story about love and wasted time. And it's not just a gay story about these guys being gay. Which feels like (laughs) a description that some bro would give about a movie. (laughs) Like, it's this gay story about these guys being gay. Like, it sounds so reductive. It really does, (laughs) Um, Which I guess is the point of what he's trying to make. Yeah. Harry also says how important it was for them to portray realistic gay sex, saying, so much of gay sex in film is two guys going at it, and it kind of removes the tenderness from it. Hmm. There will be, I would imagine, some people who watch it who were very much alive during this time when it was illegal to be gay, and Michael wanted to show that it's tender and loving and sensitive. Hmm. Okay, well. And Michael's the director. Yeah. Just throwing Um, that in there. We didn't mention him yet. So, of course, you know, not everyone is loving Harry's take on this um, Mm -hmm. or his take on gay sex in My Policeman. Mm -hmm. Um, Even though Harry says he has his own journey with figuring out sexuality and getting more comfortable with it, some people did criticize Harry for speaking for queer people um, while refusing to claim the community. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, why can't we cast more authentically I was thinking the same thing god and maybe they are but like he hasn't yeah, he's not openly gay yeah like, yeah but i agree yeah. with you like i i i kind of thought we were over this phase of casting yeah. non queer people in queer roles yeah. or you know it applies to so many different groups like I was just talking to somebody about Superstore and how Mm. the character in a wheelchair is not actually in a wheelchair. And it's like... Same with Glee. Attention casting. There are people all over the world that represent the absolute spectrum of wonderfulness in the human Mm -hmm. condition that should be represented on TV accurately. Like, you're telling me you can't find an openly gay actor to play this role? Uh -uh. Right. Exactly. Agree. Hard agree. Now, I didn't put any of this on Twitter, but somebody on Twitter did write, (laughs) a straight man thinking that he ate for saying that. Queer people don't need him, and he better stop speaking for us. Mm. He's just happy because he stole queer culture for his benefits and fame, period. Which... Which I understand them feeling that that way. Like, I really do. Yeah. Um, And another person said, Harry Styles codifying queer movies as so much of gay sex in film is two guys going at it, and it kind of removes the tenderness from it is crazy to me because most queer films are about tenderness, sadness, and longing. Yeah. Yeah. It does seem like it might be coming from a place of not much education about it. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a fair opinion. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, look, what do we think at the end of the day? Is it fair for the public to kind of demand this personal information from celebrities, especially, you know, with something that is as personal as Mm -hmm. someone's sexuality or, you know, do stars have the responsibility to be more transparent 
and share these details with the public, especially when they have a platform as big as Harry's, and especially when you're now playing Mm -hmm. a gay man in a film. Yeah. For me, that's when it becomes a problem. Um, Yeah. I will 100% say you have no obligation to share your personal life with me. I wish you would. (laughs) And I'm offended that you don't. But at the end of the day, absolutely, your sexuality is your business and only your business. But when it comes to being in movies, we are in the age where white women are playing Asian characters. Like, Mm -hmm. we need to have the representation be fully authentic when we can. And I that's when I'm like, Harry, come on. I know. I know. And like, that's not to say that to play this role, he should be forced to be like, okay, fine, I'm gay. Right. Of course not. It just means like, maybe don't take these roles. Yeah. If you are not openly a member of that community. And, you know, aside from that, yeah, it's nobody's business. But you're right. Right. When it becomes about this or being cast in these roles. Right. Then it's a whole different story. So. Yeah. I don't know. But his songs are bangers. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to think we all can agree on that. Oh, yeah. 100%. We could all come together on that point. Mm Mm-hmm. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends, we've got the hot goss. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this, perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients, popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.